Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 3, A Wanted Inhuman. I, uh, yeah. seriously. Yeah, the inhue part of inhuman is in parentheses. parentheses. Like it's all clever, like a wanted man, but it's an inhuman and uh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. so punny. The yeah. entire Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though is just one pun after the other. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. This was directed by Gary A. Brown, who also directed the Melinda episode in season two. Melinda? Which is one where you find out how she became the Calvary. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then it was written by Monica um, Ansu Breen, who also direct, uh, uh, wrote uh, three episodes in season one and three in season two. Okay. So she's written a decent amount for S.H.I.E.L.D. So all right, all right. this was kind of meh for me. It was okay. You know, why? it was a link. It was, it was a, a Lincoln. Link, it was a Lincoln heavy episode, and I'm not a big Lincoln fan. No, so yeah, I know you're not. I, I guess that I just don't care. They have not made. Um, they've. I'm to the point where I don't like him, and you're to the point where you're just like you haven't given me enough of anything to anything. I have no empathy for him. I don't connect with him. I just. They could kill him off. They could leave him. I just don't care. He's not good enough for my Daisy Sky. Is anyone good enough for your Daisy Sky? Not really. Okay. No. So, but we got we got Gemma back. Uh, and that's what's really important. She's not well, but we got her back, so that was something. Yeah. It was not one of their stronger episodes. No, it wasn't. It felt very much we had to move from point A to point B, so, yeah. We really did. Yeah. It was not, it was a bottleneck, a bridge episode. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was okay. Well, it was what it was. It was what it was. I mean, um, it, it, it moved the story along. Yeah. But it moved a lot of different stories. Yes, it did. Which is not like them. Yeah. They tend to stick to a monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah. So. Whereas eh. we had the, uh, the Lincoln storyline and then we had the. Hydra story. Hydra Hunter storyline. Mm-hmm. And then the Fitzsimmons, which was really tiny, but it was still there. It was very, that was probably the most powerful part. Yeah, for me too. For me. Easy. Emotionally. Yeah. Because we don't care. I was like, whatever, Lincoln. Well, I don't care care about Lincoln. Hunter has never been that interesting to us, but I like him better now. Yeah. He had May being with him. Was, was that, yeah, if May me. wasn't with him, it wouldn't have been interesting to me. Yeah, it'd have been like whatever, whatever. So, uh, so we start out, and Lincoln is running through the forest from the um, ATCU team. So you're bored right away. Yeah, I'm like fuck. And um, so he he comes to this like uh, you know, the big electrical towers. Yeah, and of course it's electricity time, and um. Lincoln does some electricity, electricity uh, stuff. <laughs> some and wiggly, wiggly, with, woo. With electricity and his power and whatnot. <laughs> but the fireworks were kind of pretty. They were. They were. And so the guy's like, uh, back off. And it, 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 it explodes. And Lincoln uses that as a distraction to run some more. And um, so this guy who is Rosalind's second in charge from the looks of it, um, he tells his men uh, to call in, and it's time to bring everyone in. Who and does I'm he like, think yeah. he is? So, um, oh my gosh. 
at the um, at the base, we see Gemma. She she goes and she has to take a shower in the dark because everything else is too jarring for her. You know, if it were me, I would be all about the dark showering because yeah. I don't like bright lights to begin with. Yeah, I had an eye infection as a in my late teens, and I've been sensitive to bright lights ever since. I prefer. I, so I totally get where that's coming from. Yeah, but she tries to go to get in the shower, and it's really loud. Yeah, um, but this whole they're during that whole scene. Uh, there's a voiceover of, of them, Fitz and Bobby talking about... Yes, talking about her medically. Yeah. Now, they said they didn't need to quarantine her, which was a good thing, and you questioned that. Like, why? How do they know immediately that they don't need to quarantine her? She was on an, an alien planet. We don't know what the hell she might have. Well, the only reason I can think of as to why they would not quarantine her would be they don't think she's contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you asked, well, how do they know? Yeah. It was in the script. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Is how that all they you know. Have for that's me? all I have, and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that's a big, that's a little bit so, of yeah, a plot I did, hole. I did kind of question that. But you're supposed to overlook that because yes. she's back. Yes. Um, and so we go to uh, Colson briefing the team on uh, what's going on. And, um, you know, she reported being hunted, but she didn't say by what. And obviously, they don't want to, like, press her on it. No. Because um, she's clearly not in a great place. And um, Phil tells them to monitor her. Um, and he's going to have Andrew come in and check and check on her, which is not a bad idea. No, it's absolutely not a bad idea. But it, when she's in the shower, you can see her cuts. Yeah. And her skin looks mottled. Yeah. A little in places. Yeah. And you, you said, you said that uh, her accent was off for you and it was for me her too. Her voice sounded, her accent was just off. Yeah. It didn't sound right. Like it was almost like it was modulated or something overly pl- not overly play i don't know it just sounded off yeah she yeah. sounded too much like fits yeah and not enough like Gemma. right um so daisy comes in and she tells colson and mac that uh lincoln's in trouble and, and nobody, already i'm like i don't care nobody cares um and apparently the um atcu which is very awkward for me to say has put out a um a nationwide uh alert on him They've got, like, news shit going on, and he's wanted in relation to an alien whatnot. And um, so Mac, Mac, again, is the voice of reason when it comes to Lincoln. He's like, we have repeatedly tried to get Lincoln <laughs> on our team, and Lincoln want, repeatedly wants no part of us. Again, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mac <laughs> likes no one. Yep. And uh, Colson's like, yeah, but we need to bring him in, especially if Rosalind's team is after him. And so Daisy's like, yes, he hasn't been messaging me back. And um, <laughs> I'm like, why are you in contact with this asshole? And so Phil's like, we have, we may have a way to find him. And he looks sheepish. Lincoln so, yeah. does not want to come in. Why is she even still whatever? I don't know. But yeah, my, my, Mac, 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 Mac. His name is Mac. <laughs> why can I not say that? I'm looking right at the word. Mac and Coulson share a very knowing look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, Dad, what did you do? So one of the things I want to point out here, um, as far as uh, uh, like a canonistic sort of thing, um, Coulson tends to be, although 
he's not really canon. He is now. He is, he is be- now. He has become a part of canon post MCU because of yeah. And so is May. Yeah, May's got her own comic now. By the way, that's awesome. Yeah, she was way excited. She was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they made a comic about me." <gasps> I love her so much. But uh, Phil tends to be more tactical, a lot mm-hmm. more logical, whereas Daisy's much more empathetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is some, there is a point in time where Daisy is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? For a period of time, yeah. Okay. So um, seeing her stepping up into a leadership-type role is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, her being this leader of the secret warrior crap, that's a thing. Yeah, well, that's going to get her. Yeah, push her back that direction. So I, I would not be surprised if, at some point in the future of uh, Agents of Shield, we're going to see Daisy step into that role, if only temporarily. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a nice little nod to canon. Yeah. Um. So Daisy calls Lincoln, and um, she's like, "Hey, buddy. So I know you <laughs> thought this was a burner cell phone that you just bought like thirty-seven minutes ago, but uh, I totally know the number." At a liquor store. Yeah. And so she's like... Why, uh, can, why, why are our liquor stores so lame? Because they suck. Because we live where we live. Oh, yeah. That's right. Forget. So uh, she's like, hey, they've got an alert out on you. And of course, in true Lincoln piss baby fashion, he hangs the phone up and then he stomps on it angrily. Well, I think he like rips the SIM card out of it. Yeah. Too. He does some Arr! stupid shit. I'm like, you just bought the damn phone. She's going to find you. Yeah. And... um. So this is where he takes he gratuitously takes his shirt off and fi- he immediately finds the tracker which I didn't even see it and then zaps it. Well, they do the little flashback thing of Matt grabbing his arm from the previous right. Uh, encounter. Right, grabbing his arm and I'm like, "Okay, please explain to me how he implanted it in him through his, his clothes." And he's been going because th- that was episode 1, so it's been it's been at least days if not longer. And it's still there. And the size of that burn mark. Yeah. That was not small. No. So. That just was so over the top. I was not. Logistics in this episode confused me. I think it was kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Oh, we got to figure out how we're going to find him. Yeah. We need to stick something in him. So he had this tracer and he shorts it out and oh crap. Um, So now we go to. Hunter and May. Which is a more interesting storyline. Yes, it is. And so they, they're going to this bar where there is a former Hydra agent, Spud, uh, working. And Hunter, you know, knows him. Now, I need to point out okay. that May is wearing an 80s-style punk yes, she outfit, is. costume, thing, mm-hmm. disguise. With a blondie t-shirt. With a blondie t-shirt and everything. And it's so perfect. I really like this. I was like, yeah, that was the first thing I was like, I like this. You know, that's how I dressed mm-hmm. back in those days. Of course that you was did. totally me. And yes, I do still you have. You mean you weren't the feathered hair with the. No, I did that too. Oh, okay. I went through all of it. Okay. I, I, every trend there was. Kids, don't bring the 80s back. Yeah. Please don't. My dad's gay. <laughs> I hit all of them. <laughs> every single fashion. He was like, oh, you need to try this. Oh, you need to try this. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. But the 80s punk uh, was my favorite. Yeah. And to this day, it, That's my, a preference, nice aesthetic. my preference would be, because I still have a leather jacket. Yeah. Okay. I get to wear it. So, then. yeah, May looks quite nice. She looks quite nice. Hunter, on the other hand, with his little, I don't, what the fuck was that? It, you know what it felt like for me? Do you know the the um, the Chav gangsters in Kingsman? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, the guy that, uh-huh, uh-huh. that he that he's like uh, that they're pointing at in the bar. Yeah, he's yeah. got that zip up it's track like hoodie a, or that track jacket. It's like a biker, and by biker I mean bicycle. Yeah, not motorcycle. Like a yeah, zip up. That's what it felt very London mob kind of thing to me. I don't know what the hell that it was. It almost hit a Guy Ritchie thing for me. But that's not Hunter style. He was in. No. He was in, in, in undercover mode, too. They were in dress-up undercover mode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were playing dress-up. It was weird. Um, and so he goes and talks to this spud guy and um, who uh, recognizes Hunter from when he was previously undercover. So he's already established this cover. And um, so they talk, and May, of course, wants to get right down to the business. And they're like, no, 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 let's have some drinks. And then they have this... Britishy British conversation. The most British British we have ever British. It's so British that they subtitled it. Well, the thing is, I understood what they were saying. I did too. And you understood what they were saying, but we're so used to listening to the British accent. Yes. Because I know my dad's like, he has trouble with Sherlock. Yeah. Which is why I try to get him to watch it with captions. Um, Everything is better with captions. Because he's like, I can't understand what they're saying if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that was hilarious. Right. And it was up, like, we have to subtitle these fuckers. I know. And I grew up with a British grandmother. So yeah. uh, that, you know, and her family being British, you just, you get an ear for it. But they've put it in subtitles. And so the first time. it was t- kind of, it was, it was pretty damn colloquial. It was pretty bad. But the first time we watched it, I watched it pretty listening to it because yes. I'm texting with you at the same time so yeah. you know so I'm listening to it but then the next time I went through it um I actually sat there and read mm-hmm. what was being and it was it was it was beautiful yeah that was good stuff but I just did not know people could talk in that thick of an accent yeah wow I mean it was like we live in the south 11. come on we y'all <laughs> Come on now, you know. Bless his heart. Bless his little heart. You know my dog. Dog, yeah. Got we have my truck. We have so many extra syllables. Um. So yeah, they've they they drink they drink a lot, quite they a did. lot. And there are shots involved. It's not just beer. You know, they talk yeah. about give me three. What do they call it? Three three ales. Three whatever pints or whatever. Pint, three pints. Yeah. And then they've got like shot glasses. Yeah. And so I'm like, at first I was like, oh, I bet Hunter's just playing and he's not drunk. No, Hunter was really drunk. No, no. He was pretty smashed. Um, so finally May's like, so anyway, we have these <laughs> weapons to sell and um, they want, uh, they want buyers and this guy, they're like, we'll give you, we'll give you a cut of the, of the stuff if you Find get us, safe, if you yeah. get us a, a buyer. And um, he says that uh, he knows somebody that might be interested, but they, uh, they need to, uh, they need to trust you to be able to talk to you you don't just talk to him which is normal and uh they have to fight their way in they have like okay, a mini fine. fight club and whoever no, wins sh- gets a meeting sh- don't we talk don't, about we don't, it don't talk about fight shh so rule the, number one the person left standing is the one that gets the meeting apparently so and see that's the thing though. i think some of those guys were there for fun though that's the thing though like i don't if i'm hydra like, people I want to associate with, I don't necessarily want the person that can just beat up the other people. That doesn't mean you're going to be clever and good at what you do. Okay, but this is Hydra. That's true. And war, crazy pants, Hydra recruiting, so. Good point. I don't know. Good point. So whatever. Um, and so, uh, we go back to our main team, and they're watching the public broadcast about Lincoln. And um, then we go back to fucking Lincoln, and he's on this bus. <laughs> 
And this is a nice bus because apparently they're showing the live TV broadcast from this bus. It's like a Greyhound or some shit. And uh, so this <laughs> this military guy sees it and immediately Lincoln panics and shorts the bus out with his electricity, electrical stuff. Because just in case you haven't, you know, seen it in the past three minutes, he has electricity powers. Well, he, what he should have done was just put his hood up, slide down into the chair, into the seat. Yep. And escape in the, you know, because he could sit because once that bus gets moving, it's going to be him. dark. And the guy's in front of him. Right. And he wasn't like looking around like, oh, hey, there's some escape. Well, I wonder if he's on my bus. Because <laughs> that's what you do. But then the second he shorts it out, then he gets up and he's going to go leave, which of course is like a big neon sign. Mm-hmm. And the guy gets up immediately. He gets up immediately and the guy stands up and he's like, hey, wait a minute. I know you. And then of You're course, him. shit goes down. Um, and he uh, he basically electrifies the whole bus. Well, whatever. So, and then he... he Blows Lincoln, the door open and walks away. Lincoln's an idiot. Lincoln is a huge idiot. <laughs> so He's got that one of those little signs taped to the, his back. It says, <laughs> kick me. So, uh, Colson, um So bad writing for him. It really is. Colson tells the team to monitor the law enforcement channels for Lincoln's location. Well, yeah, they have a, a whole discussion about... Uh, Daisy is mm-hmm. saying, you know, you know, I thought, you know, I was brought up, I was asked to do, to put this team together. I didn't know I was going to be undermined. And then Phil has to put her back in her place because yeah, he, he was like, yeah, sorry. I didn't know this shit was going to go down as fast as it did. And she's like, okay, sorry. He's like, I never anticipated there being this other team that's, that's hunting right. after, not to mention the other team, but this third party that we know to be Lash mm-hmm. that's actually killing inhumans. That they don't know anything about yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they know, but they don't. No. So sorry, you know? I didn't anticipate that. She's like, oh, okay. Okay. I'll go monitor the channels. She'll monitor the channels. And so it's like, mm hmm. So then, because uh, she's pissed that he, she, he didn't tell her about the tracer. And it's like, if she'd have known, she'd been sweetie, sitting there watching it the whole time. You're not objective when it she's comes not. to Lincoln for some reason, even though he's. Well, we know why, but <gasps> you just don't like it. I don't like it at all. Can so, we just kill him now? <laughs> thank you. That would be, I'd Daisy, be fine with that. Daisy can pine. It's okay. It's fine. Um, she can go emo. So Fitz is showing Gemma around the lab and he's holding her hand. Well, she's having problems adjusting to, to the, the gravity. Low gravity. Yes. Um, but he's still holding her hand and it's so cute. Yeah. And uh, so Bobby comes up and um, Gemma sees the uh, the monolith fragments and she's like, no, no, it's fine. Um it, you know, it's completely neutralized. We've, we've scanned it and studied it, and, it, and it's perfectly fine. And um, everything is making her jumpy. Every little uh, instrument turning. Every sound. Uh, every Bobby's s- phone buzzing. Yeah. Every, this, she seems to be very sensitive to pretty much all her senses. Light, sound, um, and so, so, yeah, she seems very overwhelmed. And she's, so She's used to being hyper-aware. Yeah. And because her awareness has been so enhanced in a sense or by force by by trauma. Yeah. Uh it's she can't dial it down. But yeah. when she talks to 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 what is his name again? Fitz about <laughs> the bay. The bay. Dude, you know, dude, when she's talking to dude about um feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. I kind of got a sense that she wasn't telling the whole truth. I kind of did too. Which on her part, on Elizabeth's part, uh, that was good. 
good acting. Yeah, because um, also you have to look at it like Simmons has been through a lot, but she's also still a medical doctor. True. And you know she's codifying everything that's happening. Oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So and he, she's super, super smart. Yeah, he agrees to take her back to her room, and um, and they hold hands. And did I mention that they were holding hands because they were holding mm. hands? And that's really all I cared about in that scene. And she's self-diagnosing, and that's a good sign. And yeah, so on and so forth. It's cute. So, uh, so out in the hallway, um, Bobby gets a call from Hunter, and she tells him about Gemma, and um, so and he also tells her about his day. Which is boring. Yeah. And so he's like, uh, yeah, so we haven't seen Ward, but we've got this, we've got this thing because we might have this meetup and, um, and so. And stuff. They hang up. Things. And Melinda points out that he's like, you lied to Bobby. <laughs> he's and he's like, like, yeah, but Bobby knows I'm lying. So it's basically not a lie. <laughs> I'm like, this is Hunter <laughs> logic at its finest. But at the same time, you know, Bobby does know because of that's who Hunter does. is. Yeah. He was playing it down so she wouldn't worry. And Bobby would do the same thing if she was the one in the You field. know she would. So, so yeah. Um, and so he's he brings up uh, May's relationship with Andrew. Mistake. And she continues to not talk about it because <laughs> she's Melinda fucking May. And she doesn't like <laughs> talking. Then why the hell did she marry a psychiatrist? Yeah, not Just with the talkie-talkie. And uh, so... Maybe it's because he hears enough talking all the time that when he gets home, he wouldn't talk as much. Don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's why they're Maybe he now. likes the silent type. Maybe that's why they're divorced now. Maybe she was talky-talky before the whole Calvary thing happened. Because mm. we haven't really seen much of her. We Just those few and flashbacks. Maybe that's, and maybe that's why she's not talky-talky. Yeah. Talky-talky. That's yeah. really starting to sound weird. We should stop saying that. We should probably stop that. Um, so, yeah. Um, and so she's like, yeah, so anyway, about this guy named Spud. And so he's like, no, no. Um, you know, we have a bet going, which I'm like, fuck you, Hunter. Don't tell her that. Um, he's like, we have a bet going that um, that you're the one that, that left Andrew. Um, because you don't like to, um, you know, share and feel things. And um, she's like, we need to work. And he's like, no, no. Um, and... And she starts talking about, you know, basically, because clearly if you, if you talk about who's going to fight a room full of people to get a meeting, May's it would be May. May wants to, well, and she wants to be the one to do it. And he points out to her that she's just itching for a fight because she's been out of the game for a while and he's not wrong. No, he's not. Um, and he's also not wrong when he tells her, he's like, listen, a tiny Asian woman beating the shit out of everybody is going to come up and Ward's going to know exactly who it is. Ward's going to get out and he's going to yeah. know like that night. And he's, but to see how tactical and smart Hunter can be mm-hmm. or is being at this point. Yeah. Is more interesting to me than, than any, the main story than, line. than anything else going on. Yeah. yeah so Hunter, his Hunter talk about have good, good judgment when he chooses. If you want to talk about character development, Hunter. Of all the characters on this show right now, Hunter's character development has been the strongest thus far. Because I ha- I did not like him when... No, we couldn't stand I was like, him at the beginning like, of season two. I don't want a new team member. Y'all it was, suck. Because it was the beginning of season two mm-hmm. where Lucy Lawless and this group mm-hmm. came on board. Um, and we met Mac and we met um, Hunter and we met... Well, we, we already knew Trip, but he became part of the team. And I was just right. like, I don't like this Hunter guy. He's an asshole. 
Right, and, and he kind of is, and, Bo- and we but met Bobby. Yeah, he, we, I was okay with getting Bobby because she's awesome. Well, you were looking forward to Mockingbird already. Yeah, I wish we could have kept Lucy. Yeah, I miss seeing her on TV. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, talk about character development. You're exactly right. I mean, because I mean, Phil is great, and I love Phil, but there's not a whole lot of development there. Yeah, Daisy's developed a good bit. Mm-hmm. Fitz and Simmons, of course, but with Fitz and Simmons, so much crap has happened to them. Oh my God. Please stop. Please leave my babies alone. If they keep doing it after the season, I'm just going to flip a table. Yeah. It's done. Let them be happy. Let them be. Just let them be. Yeah. And I miss seeing them working together. But I'm, but, and you know, and Ward. Yeah. But I think Ward went down the crazy uh, development track. He went the Barbara Keene track. Yeah. Um, But Hunter's character development has been a lot more subtle. Mm Mm-hmm. But I really like it. Yeah, because they haven't thrown it up in your face. No, it's not a huge... Thing. I really, so, yeah. really, I think it's great. But I, I anyway. would still stand by the fact that May's going to beat the shit out of him at some point because he's Hunter and he can't keep his mouth shut. Um, I think everybody deserves to beat the shit out of Hunter at least yeah, once. At least once. Just out of pretense. And so... Uh, pretense? They, That's not... I don't know yeah. what I'm saying. They basically decide that Hunter's going to be the one to do the fighty well, fight thing. he says he normally doesn't lose a fight as long as he's sober. Yeah. And he plans to be sober. And I'm like sober. sitting there thinking, oh, honey. Yeah. Um, but May uh, ends it by basically saying um, she didn't leave Andrew because they talked too much. So, you know, we'll get more on that later. Yeah, whatever. I hope. Um, so then we go to the shitty story and Lincoln. And it took us a second to realize this was his um, AA sponsor. Yeah, his name's John. His um, name's John. And it was a really weird conversation. Yeah. And you just, oh, it's got to be an AA sponsor. Because one of the first things he asks him is if he's been drinking. drinking, And we were like, okay, that's what that is. So at what point did we find out Lincoln was an alcoholic? Oh, it would be now. now. Yeah, yeah. This is not the way to do a backstory. And I'm like, you're 12 years old. You don't need to have a problem yet. Because the entire reason they introduced this character was to kill him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. I don't know that this was a Lincoln backstory because... If his drinking does not come back up. Then why bring it up at all? Why couldn't he have just right. been a friend? What, uh, yeah. I don't get it. Um, so Lincoln, uh, he says, he tells him that no, he hasn't. And um, this guy offers him a ride. And we, um, Lincoln's like, oh, I've got the tolls on the way back. And we pan over to an ATM machine and it's all. It's, it's on the fritz. It's on the fritz. And I'm like. Apparently, Lincoln has just fully devolved into a life of crime at this point. He kind of has to. Yeah. And so, uh, they go to this guy John's apartment, and um, John's like, basically, what's going on? Because, obviously, this is not good. (laughs) And Lincoln's like, well, I'm in trouble, but it's a misunderstanding. And so, he's like, okay, well, what do you need? And he's like, I need to buy your car off you. And he's like, I've got all this cash that you just stole. From that ATM. Um, and he's like, okay, that's fine. If that's what you need, no problem. It's a rust bucket anyway. But he's like, you need to rest. Hang out here, take a shower, take a nap, whatever. Um, just, you need to rest. And so, uh, Lincoln agrees. And, um, and, and immediately you're like, he's going to see something. He's going to see something. I knew it. As soon as Lincoln sat down and closed his eyes, I was like, oh my God, he's going to see it on the news. And he clicks the TV on and sees it on the news. Okay. He clicks on the TV that's in his kitchen. Yeah. That's taking up valuable kitchen real estate. Well, yeah. 
Uh, and he doesn't have a very large kitchen to begin with. Well, no. What I don't understand is why in this itty bitty little room where the living room and kitchen are basically the same room, does are he have a TV, a TV on? on his kitchen counter? Yeah. Why is his TV on his kitchen counter? Why is it not in the living room where you can sit and relax and watch TV like everybody else does? Why would anybody have a TV in their kitchen? I do not understand. So it could be in the same shot as him. Oh. Because you see it on TV. I know. In TV shows all the time. You and see I can't people tell you I know anybody. I actually know a person with the TV in their kitchen. I know nobody. Hmm. Now, there is no sense for me to have a TV in my kitchen because I have a very large TV to begin with. Yeah. Um, and you can see it from my kitchen yes, you quite can. well. Yes, you can. Um, the only reason I have a 60-inch TV is because I don't have a 55-inch TV. <laughs> uh, it was on sale, man. Leave me alone. Um, I got a good price on it. So, you can see it from my kitchen because it's a pass-through. Whatever. Anyway, but no, I don't know anybody who actually has a TV in their kitchen. But you're right. You do see my it. My whole life. You do see it fairly a lot on TV. Well, like the like you, the family sitting eat, eating breakfast in the kitchen the and TV. somebody's got the TV on. And I'm like, why? That's what the living room's for, man. Who eats in the kitchen anymore anyway? Not I. So... So, yeah. So, well, anyway, it really bugged duh, me that duh, the TV duh. was in the kitchen. So, he's, he sees this. And, of course, it's this. As soon as he turns it on, it's immediately on uh, on the Lincoln story. Of course. Which I think is. It's is, all Lincoln all the time. Yeah. Apparently, CNN is just Lincoln Watch 24 hours a day. Sure. Why not? Um, So, we see uh, Rosalind's right-hand man meet with her. And. um, Does he have a name? Banks. Yeah, but I don't. Still to the point where I don't know that I need to remember that. Okay. Um, and so they figure that Lincoln will show eventually because he's really bad at this running away thing. That's my addition to it. <laughs> and, um, you know. You're not wrong. Rosalind's like, we have to show progress. And um, which I think this was the first indication that she does have people she reports to. Right. She tries to make it look like she doesn't, but she right. does. And so uh, her assistant in the front seat, uh, tells her he's like you have a call from the White House and she's like that takes her that takes her aback so she straightens herself up a little bit and she's like put it up on my screen in front of her and um, of course the call is from Phil and he's like hey how you doing hey we, what's up we pirated a White House uh, satellite feed so I don't have long and uh, <laughs> he wants them to meet on neutral ground and have a little chat. And, um, and he's so sassy. Yeah. And so uh, this Banks guy gets a call and she pauses it and we find out. Pauses that, it? I, Do you I guess. Pause a call? She she hit a button. She mutes it. Or, oh, okay. I don't know. You don't pause a phone call. What? <laughs> Clearly, I don't video chat with people at the White House very often. I, well, you know, just this afternoon. Were you, were you doing I that? I was talking to Obama and we were having this nice and friendly conversation and I had to pause it. See, you can pause it. To take it. a call. Be quiet. <laughs> um, Your so, hair looks pretty. <laughs> thank you. So they mute it and uh, she gets told that they, that they, uh, they found Lincoln. Um, and so she unpause, unmutes, pauses it and she's like, okay, you know what? You know, we had to do what we had to do, um, but then she agrees to meet him. So I'm like, okay, they're going to have a date. Um, you're not good enough to, to be the mom of this team, just so you know, Rosalind. No. You're not good enough. No. Um, so Daisy uh, vis- finally visits Gemma, and she brings her daisies, and I'm like, okay, Gemma's struggling with your name, too. 
Okay, well, she has there's, been on another planet on the other side of the universe okay, but there's, for nine there's months. There's three of us now. Okay, but bringing her actual daisies was so over-the-top cheesy, even for this show. Yeah. It's like, really? And she was like, it's it's a double gift because it also, it's a gift, but then it also is a reminder. But she also tells her, you can call me anything you want. Yeah. Mm, and I'm like, okay, they're back together. Because you ship this. I totally ship those two. Yeah. Yeah, you ship anybody, though. You're shipping Lash and the cockatiel over there. <laughs> Lash they're is molting. Be love. A- they are. <laughs> But I thought, I thought this was sweet, and um, apparently this is the first time she's seen her. She's like, I'm sorry, there's a lot going on, and this this random guy that, you know, you don't really know, and he's kind of a D-bag, uh, we've got stuff going on with him, and oh, wait, I'm getting a phone call, and Gemma's like, you can take it, it's fine. Um, and so she gets a call, and, and you know... Uh, but she does She does actually tell Gemma about the Terrigen stuff. They do discuss it briefly. So Gemma still has that a little bit science thing going on. So I thought that was nice. Well, she was trying to to get the focus of the conversation off of her. Yeah. She didn't want to talk. Yeah. Um, so we go back to John and Lincoln. And Lincoln's being all weird looking out the window. John's like, uh, what's wrong? John's being all weird. and And Lincoln's like, I don't know. What's wrong? And, um, I don't know. He, uh, he realizes that John's all skittish and nervous. Um, he's like, what's wrong? What's up? And, um, John grabs a baseball bat, a metal baseball bat. And he's like, um, this team's going to be here any minute. And, um, and Lincoln's like, I didn't kill anybody. And he's like, you know, you said you knew what kind of man I was, you know, like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Right before the commercial break. And Lincoln's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to leave you the money for your car and I'm just going to get out of here before they get here and I'm going to leave. And um, then uh, John had not actually swung at him. So he just zaps the the bat away from him what i don't understand is why john was trying to keep him from leaving if yeah. i were john i would have just gotten the hell out of the way and let him go on and his said way. listen i called you he left yeah i couldn't restrain him you said he's super dangerous yeah but, i don't but lincoln shocks him and it's you know just to get the bat out of his hand except for then john collapses because it was a metal bat you dumbass. um and so he, like, had some kind of a heart attack or something. And Lincoln tries to restart his heart with his electrical powers, and it doesn't work. No. And he can hear the team pull up outside. I just, I, I don't even know how to feel about it. Yeah. Um, so, oh, this is actually where they, where she gets the call. See, it was, it was kind of choppy at this point. Um, but Gemma starts to kind of talk about what happened. Right, yeah. And this is when Daisy gets the call from Lincoln. Well, you know. And so this is where Gemma's like, no, it's okay. You can take it. Um, and so we see, uh, we see the team go into John's apartment. And, of course, they see just the body. And Lincoln's, Lincoln's not there. Lincoln's gone. Yeah. So uh, at the base... Daisy tells Colson and Mac, and she's like, we need to bring him in, which I'm like, we've had this conversation six times already, and we're only on the third episode. And um, she's like, no, no, this guy died by accident. And, um, you know, 
she has to go with them to retrieve him because Lincoln won't go with. And even Mac was like, I don't think it needs to be you. And even she was like, it probably shouldn't be, but it has to be. I, I, whatever. Just get Lincoln's the, get a piss the fuck baby. over it. Lincoln's a piss baby and won't come unless Sky is there to hold his little hand. And so um, Colson's like, meanwhile, I'm going to go to the beach. <laughs> In typical, typical Phil fashion. I'm going to work on my tan. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, we get a nice little Fitz and Bobby scene in the gym and, um, he is, uh, he's helping her with her rehab. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. And they, uh, they talk about, well, they've been kind of tight because she's been in the lab with him. So I don't know that so much that he's helping her so much as he's just there talking to her. Yeah. And, um, well, no, because he said at one point, remember what I told you when you started your rehab. Yeah. So, um. But he's not a biological person. He's not. He's a mechanical guy. So I don't. And so, uh. I think they forgot. They talk about Gemma and he's just does not know what to do. He wants to do something, but he doesn't know what to do. And this is where she says, remember what you told me when I started therapy, which was to have patience. And, um, she says, maybe, you know. The lab was not a great idea. Maybe I see what you were trying to do, but maybe it just reminds her of what she hasn't had all this time, all the time she's lost. Right. Um, so she's like, start fresh. And so we're both like, date, 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 date. I know. I was like, it's got to be the date. It's got to be the date. Yeah. I need it. Oh, God, do I need it. Give her something to look forward to. Well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we go to this beach that Colson's meeting Rosalind at. And... um. She pulls up in a banging car. It's a nice, nice car. It's, it's a lovely, lovely yeah. car. And um, so he's like, uh, you know, uh, he, he warns her that, well, you know, they d- things will get ugly. Well, now, she pulls up and she gets out of the car and Phil is just staring at this car. And she goes, eyes up here. Yeah. Which was totally a play on the boob thing. Yeah, because it's usually, uh, excuse me. And he's like, no, I'm just looking at your pretty car. And he says, um, does she have a name? And she's like, it's just a car and it's a he. So this is when I decided she was the anti-Phil. She's the anti-Phil, yes. Because she's got the cool car that doesn't have a name that's black, where Lola's red. And it's male. And it's male. So I'm like, she is the anti-Phil. She's the anti-Phil. I was quite pleased of that one. But Phil does tell her, he's like, listen, you're going to have to quit panicking everybody because this is not going to end well for you. And um, so we go back to Hunter and May and um, they're in full fight club, wherever the hell this is. And um, they watch. You're not supposed to talk about it. Well, you know, they keep showing it. And so um, they see uh, they see the the match before him where. This guy gets beat all to hell. And so Hunter um, enters the ring. He takes his jacket off. and May is looking quite doubtful at this point. Yeah. May's like, I could do this with, you know, a leg tied behind my back. She's And she's already casing the place. You know oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Hunter's like, who's my next opponent? And he asks Spud, and it is Spud. And um, he's like, no, no, no. Um, and he's like, we're not mates, no matter what you thought. And so it's like, go. And then all of a sudden, everybody's shirtless. I didn't realize the conversation got that, that there even really was a conversation. I was just kind of looking up, oh, it's Fight Club. I just apparently didn't pay attention for a few minutes. Apparently, Hunter is a dick even when he's undercover. 
Hunter. Well, you know. Because <laughs> he did not he did not endear himself to the spud no. guy. But yeah, there was much shirtlessness. He is one built skinny little fucker. Yeah, he is. Because Spud takes off his shirt and I'm like, okay, you're nice. Yeah. And then Hunter takes off his shirt and I'm He's like. ripped. Dude got a six pack. Dude well, had you, like an eight pack. Well, you know he like sat in the corner and did a bunch of sit ups and push ups before he took the shirt. Because that's. You that's gotta what pu- they do. You got to pump the muscles up. That's I right. mean. Uh, if I can digress for a minute, there's the scene in, what was it, season one of Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones where they were all shirtless. Where the three boys, it's Theon and uh, John. John and, um, oh Rob. God, Rob. And they're getting their haircuts or whatever and they're all shirtless. And the story goes that they all did a bunch of push-ups and then were holding their breath. To try to look better on. To see who could look the best. Yeah. Oh, babies. And it was hilarious. So, I don't even know what he did, but damn. Yeah, I was quite surprised. I was too. Now I see where Bobby's going here. (laughs) It makes sense now. Well played, Bobby. Well played. I understand. Um, so, uh, at this same time, a guy approaches May. A couple of guys do. And, uh, well, it starts out with just one guy. And, uh, he wants to buy her a drink. Oh, she's yeah, like, yeah, is, no. This will not end well. And he tries it again. And this is where the two guys uh, join him. And uh, right away, I'm like, oh, baby gonna beat your ass. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, like watching it. And so they take her into another room. And um, she t- <laughs> she takes her jacket off. And she's like, all right, who's first? She's and, done this before. And then prepares to whoop the shit out of them in like no time. Oh, yeah, they're down. Yeah. There's some serious Black Widow, yeah, like the legs around the neck mm-hmm. garbage going on here. I we was don't like, know that May wasn't his uh, her. Uh, I'm telling you, SOC. This there's some or what is the acronym? Senior uh, officer in charge. So so yeah. So is senior officer. Yeah, we we don't know that May didn't have a part. I mean, I know Natasha well, trained in the Red Room, but she could have been involved. Well, I think there's there's some certain lines of training. Or you know what, they could have cross-trained, and Natasha could have showed her a few things. Oh, I'm sure. May's not above learning something new. No. So, yeah, I was just like, this is great. Can we just have May beating people up as the show? And I just have to say that um, this actress is, she's 50 now? Yeah, that's insane. May not win is awesome. And she doesn't do all of her stunts. But she does a lot of them. She does a lot of them. Because I follow her on Instagram, and she posted a picture. She was bruised to hell. It was mm-hmm. like her shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. Bruised to hell. Yeah. ming Nguyen Wen is awesome. She is. I want to be her when I grow up. Seriously. I want to be in that good of a shape when I'm 50, and it's not going to happen because I've got like eight years. But, you know. <laughs> a girl can dream. Well, that's about all that's going to happen. <laughs> so so we leave the, the fun fight for the less fun fight. Um, and Spud is uh, throw, literally like throwing Hunter around um, when May comes back into the room. And um, he goes down. And it's not looking good for Hunter. But um, but before they actually start, he had he made a point of saying, so are there any rules? And they were like, no, no, we just beat each other up. So at this point, he has a pair of brass knuckles in his pocket. And at this point, he gets them out. Well, now, if you remember the scene where Hunter and May are talking about the fight back mm-hmm. in their apartment or motel room or whatever, there's a bunch of brass knuckles sitting there. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely a callback to that because she like picks them up and plays with them. And yeah, 
It's like, look, we have these brass knuckles. And so this is when he, he gets the brass knuckles on and he wails on Spud. Um, yeah, he until does. he until he gets him down and he drops. Um, and so uh, he's like, is anybody going to call this? And the referee's like, um, he's not breathing. No, he is not. So Hunter killed a man, Fight Club style. Killed him dead. So, uh, so we go back to the meeting of Rosalind with Phil. And this is... It, it gets jumpy, and that's the thing. S.H.I.E.L.D. tends to do this because they've got a lot going on. They do, and I, I wish they would kind of let it go sometimes. It's not as bad. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is as bad as Gotham. Maybe I just am more invested. Yeah. In we like characters better. Uh, I don't know. But Gotham, it draws me crazy. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I, I noticed it, and I always tend to notice it because I'm doing the, the um, notes. Yeah. And so... um. Rosalind's like, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of went boom. A little bit. And um, so they're filling a void and they're helping people feel safe. And he's like, yeah. um, Well, she points out that that people don't even know they exist. Yeah. And um, and he's like, please let let, let us bring Lincoln Lincoln in. And she's like, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. Rosalind is very much like, I'm not going to give you what I don't want to give you. Well, that's been her attitude this whole time, mm-hmm. so... She's had the upper hand this whole time. <laughs> yeah, she has. She's very driven. Yeah. And so uh, so we go back to the uh, the hunt for Lincoln. The hunch? The, the hunch. Did you say hunch? Hunt. 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 For Red and, October? Uh, that was a really good movie. <laughs> it is October. Um, oh, it is. And so uh, they're looking through this apartment complex for him. And, um, of course, Daisy gets there just in time. Mm-hmm. And um, they she goes to an empty apartment. And, of course, there's Lincoln. Of course. And I'm like, I don't care. And uh, he's like. Mac doesn't either, by the way. No, Mac Mac gives zero fucks. And uh, so he's like, I, I, I killed John. And. Everything they say about him is true. I didn't mean to. I'm a monster. So we go back to the Rosalind Phil meeting, and um, she's like, "We're not going to dissect him if that's what you're worried about." And he's like, "No, but you're under pressure to show results, and you know, I don't. Basically, I don't trust you to do good things with Lincoln." And um, she's like, "Okay, why the fuck are we meeting?" Basically, and um, he's like, "Well." You've been showing Lincoln's picture around, but you haven't been showing somebody else's that you have. How did he know she had something up her sleeve? Yeah. How? Phil is good, but come on. Yeah, and so it's Daisy. He's very perceptive. Yeah, it is. It's, it's her. It's Daisy. But, I mean, Phil's really perceptive, but oh my God, this was He's such He's not a, omniscient. This was such a... Well, apparently he is. That's it's true. It's the hand. Yeah. It's the Luke Skywalker Ooh. hand. <laughs> Um, it goes and finds things and comes back and tell him. I don't know. How in the hell did he know that? He's perceptive. Unless he just on. assumes. Well, unless he just assumes that they have footage of the hospital. That's true. And Daisy did use her powers there. It's true. I, okay. Because at first when he said, because at first when he said, you have another picture that you're not releasing, I thought it was Lash. Well, yeah, that's, I did too. I, I, I did thought too. you've got pictures of Lash and you're not trying to panic people too much by going, hey, look at this alien and looking that, guy. And then he would think that that would be her focus would be Lash, who's yeah. apparently molting because those feathers look really weird. Yeah. Um, and no, it was Daisy. So that did surprise me. Well, I figured that the only reason they had pictures of Lincoln was because of the nurse on the or the 
practitioner or whoever said, she was. This is the guy you were looking for with the electricity. She, yeah, because powers. she was the one who was making the phone call. Yeah. And they had a photo of him on file right. as being a doctor in the hospital because you have to have the IDs and everything. And that's how they knew And that's how they got his picture. So yeah. it didn't make sense to me that they would have pictures of Daisy. Yeah. It didn't compute. Yeah. and uh, But she knows that Daisy works for Phil. And um, he yes. wonders what he has to do to keep it quiet. And your he first thought panics. was trade Lola. That was your first <laughs> thought was trade Lola. She wants Lola. That's what she wants. And um, so Rosalind's like, uh, you know what I want. And I wanted to be like, all right, girlfriend. I thought for a second there that was going to have a little mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's a semi-decent proposal. I, I, I think Daisy's worth it. Yeah. And so. Taking um, one for the team. So we go back to Lincoln and he's like, uh, you don't know the real me. And. um. And uh, who has to be saved from himself over and over. So I guess this is an allusion to all this shit plus the alcoholism that now is apparent that we know of because, you know, in like the last 10 minutes. And um, she's like, no, no, I do know you. You're the one who um, who taught me I do have a place in the world. And uh, yeah, it felt really self-helpy. And um, <laughs> it was he's like that part of my life is over. And she's like, no, uh, you know, you you have a purpose and, you know, we're trying to do good things and come with us. And um, this is where they get all touchy, face touchy, and then they kiss. And then he's like, okay, I'll go with you. Okay, fine. Okay, can we make out And Mac is overhearing all of this. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, Mac, are you really surprised? Mac's on the comm and he's like, the shit I have to deal with from these people. I know, poor Mac. He just, he just doesn't even want. He doesn't even want to be here. He tried to leave Shield. He did, and he, did. he cuts off Phil's hand, and now he feels, you know, obligated to hang around. Yep. that's the only reason he's still around. He keeps having to put up with this shit. Oh, it's so he's funny. the audience. You know, he is. And so finally, Mac comes in, and he's like. Anyway, so there's been a change of plan. So guess what? And right behind him is this ATCU team. And I'm like, uh-oh. And um, so Mac is like, Colson ordered us to hand Lincoln over. Which I'm like, right as you get Colson, or uh, you get Lincoln to finally agree oh, to yeah. come with you. And it's like, oh, hey, buddy, we're going to turn you over to we this other team. We can't, no. This, you knew it wasn't going to happen. Of course not. Which I'm glad because I was worried that he was going to be hanging or like, you know, uh, emoing himself around base, being like all depressed and shit. Because Lincoln on the run is apparently the story. Yeah. So um, Lincoln chooses at this point to knock everybody back and he runs away. I know. Hello. Yeah. And um, so this guy Banks is like, well, we'll take her instead. And um, he's like, we have three snipers outside. And because she's like, because he's like we'll take you and she's like yeah i'd like to see you try and he's like no we have three snipers outside and there's no way your powers can reach that far no. and she's like shit and um of course mac then draws his gun on him because mac's like you're not taking my tremors <laughs> and uh so we go back to the colson meeting and he's like you know i'm gonna need you to you know order your men to stand down and um you know if she takes Daisy, then Phil's going to have to dedicate all his resources to bringing her down because you do not mess with one of his children. No, you do not. And he cares way more about Daisy than he ever will about Lincoln. And exactly. hello. Durr. 
And so um, she reminds him that she needs results, which they've talked about. And he's like, I'll give you something better. And, and so I was like, what the fuck does he have? Yeah. That's better than Daisy. Yeah. I was like, you're not giving her May. Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, she, she, she wants people with powers. And Daisy's their only powered person at right. this point. Yeah. And so um, a couple, you know, seconds later, this Banks guy gets a new order and um, they stand down. So I'm like, oh, baby, Phil, what did you do? What did you do, Phil? What did you do? What did you do? He's like, uh, Thor's Rosalind's new boyfriend. Just FYI. I just have to tell him now. I had to do it. I just, you know, have to let him know. <laughs> Actually, I see Rosalind is more of a Loki girl myself. Mm, you don't think Iron Man? You don't think I Tony? I don't know, maybe. You think Tony's the guy for her? It's a lot of sass. I don't think she could handle that much sass. I don't think so. No. So, yeah, so uh, that's at that point, that was my working theory is she's dating one of the Avengers now. <laughs> um, whoever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man? Personally, I'd pick Natasha, but whatever. Well, you know. Uh, so, um, so can, we, I, can, can I have um, Bucky? <laughs> sure, you can. You can indeed. Um, so this is, this is, oh, this breaks my heart. That, um, that would that would get him out of the way for from Steve for Phil, so Phil would be clear to you know there you go. Have, have Steve all to himself, so he'd agree, right? <laughs> Sorry, I, I just totally went that direction for a minute. Okay, um, so this part, oh my gosh, my poor heart. Oh my gosh, Fitz I is the sweetest man on the planet, or any other planet, or any planet in the known universe or unknown universe. And so he takes Gemma to an empty restaurant, and it's very dimly lit. And he's like, I just wanted to make sure there were no um, no distractions for you. And the maitre d' takes them to their own table. And he's like, we've been holding this reservation for a very long time. But he has reserved the entire restaurant. Yep. The place is empty. Yep. And I was just dying. Okay, just marry him right now. Please. Oh, my God. Please let them be happy. Joss Whedon, I know you're listening. Best. Let my babies be happy. Boyfriend ever. ever. I mean, takes you, uh, takes you uh, from this planet that you've been trapped on. Rescues you. Through a portal. You. Takes you to a restaurant. Wines and dines you. Well, he at least wined her. They didn't quite get to the dining part, he unfortunately. Um. So she she does actually thank Phil for finding or Phil Fitz <laughs> for finding her, and um, the maitre d pours the wine and it's red wine and that seems to have been a trigger. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Um, I don't know if it was. And my working theory is it's the color of blood. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Um, but the color in that planet was kind of drained. Yeah, it was very blue, very bleak, and um, monotone. Because even when she was bleeding, it it didn't look. Mm-mm. It looked. It looked colored. almost black and white, but yeah. with the blue. And um, so she's staring at it, and she starts crying. And Fitz goes over, and he puts an arm around her, and he lets her cry. No, I'm just like, please, please be better, because just get well. I just I feel so bad for them both. They've been through so much. Fitz got better. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's a lot better. Well, when he was talking to Bobby, he points out he says some word. He says, "Look, I didn't even stutter." 
Yeah. At least they didn't forget. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, so they can work through this. I'm convinced of it. For the love of God, they better work through this <laughs> or the I love will of Thor. riot. Yes, for the love of meow, meow. Meow, meow. So we go back to headquarters and um, Coulson tells Daisy, he's like, listen, I had to make a choice. And um, she's like, why didn't they take me? And he's like, I gave him something more valuable. Me. And I'm like, but you're right here. <laughs> but, but, but. It's his expertise. And um, he says that he's, uh, he's, he's done with all the different teams that basically want the same thing fighting each other. Which that's been like two seasons now. That's true. Because then we had the two S.H.I.E.L.D.s fighting each other. Yes. And then they were fighting the government who actually thought S.H.I.E.L.D. was bad. Yes. And now they're fighting with this other government agency who thinks S.H.I.E.L.D. is bad. Well, that's how the world works. Yeah. And they, so, they, there's way too many acronyms going on, so everybody's battling to be the best. Yeah. And, um, Power Rangers. <laughs> Daisy I tells, don't know what that was about. Daisy tells him not to trust the other team um, because they still have no idea what their real, what their real aim is. No. Or what their real... Um, who they are. Yeah, exactly. Because we still... I mean, we know they're government something, but that doesn't tell us much. They're connected to the White House somehow. Yeah. And so, uh, of course, Rosalind calls, and uh, Daisy walks out so he can take the call, and um, then we go to Mac. Well, Rosalind says she's just checking the number. Oh, yeah, to make sure you gave me a good number. <sighs> I'm like, please don't flirt with each other. Is that like the, the dating and give him a number that's one digit off, or you yeah. give him the number to poison control or some shit? Yeah. There's a number actually going around that... Uh, that is specifically designed for that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that there's like a recording yeah, or, or something. Somewhere, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I just don't talk to people, and that solves your problem. That's true. Yeah, people. That's my the game. Worst. Um, so Mac is trying to play some video games, which you know, <gasps> the Mac video like, game, the Mac video game therapy, and um, Daisy comes in. Hey, that's some serious therapy. Yeah, and she's like, "Thanks for not telling Colson everything you overheard awkwardly because I don't know how to keep my mouth shut on the comms." And um, he's like, "No, it's fine. I could, I could." do with the second player so he gives her a control and she sits down to play with him and i'm like oh mac is like the team therapist he's better than andrew he really is and if you if for those of you who don't remember uh he played video games with fitz when fitz was trying to recover so i don't yeah he's so patient and yet right now he's so done well mac has been so Mm anti-inhuman for as, as forever as soon as they introduced alien shit, he he got burned by it, and he was like, "I'm done." He's like, "Hell no!" And, but he's been partners with Daisy, so I think he's. I don't know if Mac is starting to crack mm-hmm. and and start to let you know these people and realize that they're they're people and letting them in, or if he's got some other because he's played double duty before yeah he's played both sides before so i wouldn't put it past him so i don't know what his game plan is here yeah i don't either the whole sitting there and and doing the video game with daisy just seems a little forced seems not maybe not forced but it's not right okay i'm suspicious of it okay we'll have to see where that goes yeah um so we go back to hunter and um he's taken into um, the meeting that he beat his opponent dead for. And um, he's got uh, Ward's little aide or whatever. Um, Kibo. Kibo. And he says that his boss is always ready to meet with people who impress him. 
And um, Hunter's like, I'll be happy to meet him someday when I uh, kill uh, him because yeah. he's dead. Because if he's close enough to see my face, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, and so we go back to uh, Bobby, who's uh, exercising again. I think that's all she does. I think that's all she... She's like, leg get better. Is it better yet? Is it better? Okay, knee get better. Is she, it better yet? She's in the lab. She's not in yeah. the lab. She's in the lab. She's not in the lab. Yeah. What the fuck, Bobby? And so she sees uh, Gemma in the lab looking at the monolith fragments. And um, Gemma warns that they might not be as dead as they thought they were. Does she? And Bob... Yeah. And Bobby's like, no, no, they really are. Oh, yeah, we've yeah, done, yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. lots of scans on them. And she's like... Um, the portal won't open again. And she's like, but it has to, because I have to go back. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And that felt very, I know you didn't watch Lost, but it felt very, um. That's, now, I did. It felt very Jack. We have to go back. I was, I was, re- <laughs> I was reading some reviews and whatnot online, um, preparing, you know, the rewatch, just trying to get some thoughts and ideas out there. Yeah. And I, yeah, there was a lot of talk about, because I never did watch Lost. But as soon as they Bless fucking heart, get home, they but, finally get home the first time. And then you've got Jack being all crazy going, we have to go back. And you're like, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> so that's what it felt like for me. Yeah, I heard it was crazy. Well, uh, uh, one of my coworkers binge watched it. Yeah. I have and, a coworker that did that. Waited until it was over and then binge watched. And it. that's been my plan, but you know, I have fifty thousand other shows to watch, and exactly. right now I don't know what spare time is. So mm-hmm. I, I had some for about thirty minutes this afternoon, and you know what I did? Hmm. Watched Agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah. To prepare. I don't know what's what's going on with my life. Um, Podcasting—that's <laughs> what. Podcasting. It's okay. I could think of worse things to do. Yeah. Um. Where was I going with all that? Oh, so anyway, so he was binge watching Lost, and yeah. he hated every single episode. Um, but <laughs> he hated at the, it and kept watching it. He did, it. but at the end of every one, does he hate watching it? <laughs> he hated watching it, but at the end of every episode, something would happen, and he would be like, "Damn it, I gotta know what happens now." Yeah, it was like that. So he was like, "Damn it, how yeah. I gotta know? I hate the show. I'm not gonna watch anymore." Fuck. And so, he would come into work just pissed off about it. He's like, I'm watching that. Yeah. That show episode. will make you angry, man. So I'm just so. like, baby. And I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping the, the punchline is because I have to know where it was because I'm a scientist and yada, da da da. I hope it's not that Earth sucks now because my body's acclimat- uh, acclimatized to this weird place yeah. and I want to go back to feel better. Uh, yeah. I hope it's not some altered mentality crap. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she met somebody. Maybe there's somebody there she's got to go back and get. Yeah, because we because um, we did keep. I got. I I very much got the impression that she's not telling us everything. Yeah. Oh no. Of course not. Yeah. There's got to be a reason that she has to go back. Yeah. So, so that know. worries me. Yeah. But I, I am know. glad they kind of sort of got their date. Yeah, that they did. Nice. They did. And he, oh my God, Fitz is the sweetest thing the ever. The fact that he thought about that to do that was just yeah, brilliant. And the fact that he had been holding that reservation. Because <sighs> he never gave up. No, he did not. He's a very persistent young man. Yes, he is. Yeah. Please let my babies be happy. Oh. Yeah. They, they deserve they, it. They got to quit screwing with him. Yeah. I'm tired of it. It's done. Yeah. This is season three, and they're doing it. Well, season one, they we were just getting to know them. Yeah. 
But, but it ended with Ward locking them in. Um, at the end of season one, they get locked in the in the little pod thing. And then yeah. so then Fitz is screwed up all through season two. And then she gets sucked away at the end of season two. And now she's all screwed up. And I'm like, okay, we've done this story. Yeah. Just let them be people. Yeah. Because it's been so long since we've seen them work together in the lab. Yeah. And I, I miss, loved that. I miss that interaction. I do too. Um, so. The finishing each other's sentences, the uh, 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 troubleshooting a problem. Following each other's logic leaps. and How are we going to do this? And then that spark of, oh, and then if we da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. I mean, I miss, I miss all of that. I just, yeah. And I don't necessarily even need them to be all happy and in love and everything's great and wonderful. As long as they're getting along. Yeah. And they're just being normal. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of shit being thrown at them just to throw shit at them. Yeah. Yes, they're the cute couple of the story. And yes, angst. I, You know me. I love angst. I know you do. I'm an angst monster, but come on. Yeah. That's enough bad when even enough. you're saying, like, I'm done now. Give me angst somewhere else. Yeah. You know, we, we got enough angst to go around. There's plenty of angst out there, but yeah. this is enough for them. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just, I think it was mostly the, the whole Lincoln thing that made, that, that put killed me it off for this you. Episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. I do not like Lincoln and this endeared me to him even less. They're not <laughs> doing a good job of giving, making me give any shits about him. Cause I'm with you. I'm like, um, can we call Lash up and maybe Lash can go ahead and kill him so we can be done? Yeah. We got like one blip of him and that's it. Yeah. And he's supposed to be our, at least for the first half. Our big bad. Yeah. Are big bads, so I, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. So. And we, we uh, knew Phil was going to end up working with this other team. It oh, was, it was of inevitable. course. Once he, we found out they weren't the ones cutting the Inhumans up, then, you know, it's just two sides. They're both good teams, and it's a misunderstanding. Phil just wants everybody to get along. He does. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. But I, I would be very interested to hear what, what our listeners think. I would like to know as well. So they can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Yeah, they can talk to us on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on the Tumble at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. You know what? And if you follow us on the Twitters and the Tumbles, you'll know exactly the second yeah. our podcasts drop. Because yeah. we have other podcasts. We do? We do. Wow, I'm really good. I didn't even know I was podcasting other stuff. <laughs> um, no, we also do uh, Gotham. Yeah, we also do uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yep. And um, we do the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies for any of you Marvel fans out there, which I'm assuming you are because you're here. Because <laughs> you're listening to this podcast. Um, we're also doing random movies, which we are going to be doing Shaun of the Dead very soon for Halloween. Yay, I'm excited. Uh, and also we're going to be picking up uh, Agent Carter um it starts in January for season two, so we'll do season one before then, probably uh, November, December. Yes, and uh, as we just found out today, they will be airing the episodes. There's going to be 10 of them mm-hmm. that they will be airing uh, during uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. hiatus. Yeah, so just like last year, so that'll be good. I think that'll, that'll be, be I think that was a good plan. I think it was, too. I think it was a good plan. Because I don't want them have to compete with each other. No, I don't want them to compete with each other, and I, I don't know that I want too much Agent Carter. Yeah. I think a full regular season might be too much. Might be too much. I kind of like the tidbits. It's fun. Yeah. Well, and you know, we, because I know we've talked about this in regards to Sleepy Hollow. Um, You can do a really tight story arc in 
In a very short period of time, yeah. Yeah, and that way you don't have the extraneous episodes because I just rewatched Agent Carter a couple weeks ago, and man, that was a good that was a good story arc. Yeah, it was. It was clean. It was very tight. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Well, and there's only so much you can do in a prequel. Yeah, because it'll affect. Yeah, the future. That's true. And everything that they do on this is going to affect Agents of Shield. Is going to because even though uh, I don't the the studios that do the the TV show. It's different than the It's movies. different than the, the MCU. Or the um, powers that be, at least. Right. The powers that be uh, are separate. I mean, they work in uh, uh, cohesion with... Cohesion? Tandem. Tandem. They talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to mesh to some but extent. But there becomes a point where there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And you've got to be careful with the choices you make because one will affect... And Marvel is so known for everything. It's all connected. Yeah. It's their thing. Yeah. It's their hook. Um, that if you're not careful, you're going to lose that. Yeah. So, so I'm excited about that. I am too. It'll be fun. Um, It'll be great. So anything else before we close this out? Any shieldy thoughts? I can't think of anything. Other than Lincoln blows, please let him die. I just don't care. And I vehemently do not like him. No. I need more May, though. Well, now oh, that Hunter's... Definitely. Now, well, let me ask you this. Now, now that Hunter's now undercover, Hunter's is she going to go back to the Yeah. Team? She can't hang around. Yeah. I, she can't... Po- She's think, going to get spotted. I think she even did him a disservice going as far as she did with him. I thought she'd purely be, um, like, not tech support, but tech support in the background, like, walking him through it on the comms. Right. I didn't expect her to actually go anywhere with him because she's Melinda fucking May. Well, do you think that this room full of testosterone-filled men mm-hmm. are not going to notice this tiny little Asian woman and they're not going to talk, oh, hey, did you see that hottie? Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. You know, come on. Yeah, I'm surprised she showed up too. And that would, but... Ward would hear like one sentence of that and be like, that was that Melinda That was May. May. Yeah. 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 I mean, she told him when she beat him up, she's like, oh, I, I promise I won't tell anybody that a tiny little Asian woman kicked your ass. Yeah. So, you know, she's shaming them into not telling. Yeah. Which so, I don't know if that's going to work or not. So, but yeah, I think now that Hunter's in. I'm assuming she's going to go back to the team. She's going to have to go back to the team and report back. Or is she going to stick around and be the tech support like you're talking about? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. know where that's going to go. Because I don't know how long Hunter's going to take infiltrating. Yeah. It probably at least half a season. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know which way I want it to go. I want her to go back to the team. I do, too. Now that I've said it out I loud. want her and Phil to have a fucking talk. They're never going to talk. They don't talk. They don't know how to talk to each other. I need it. I know. Mom and Dad need to reconcile. They really do. It's been three seasons. Because their kids are all angsting out. I know. Yeah. So... All right, I think that's that's it. Okay. I hope. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.